drop. We've been doing the Be Kind Rewind for almost three years now, and you'll be surprised that we haven't done this movie yet. But tonight, we're going to dive deep into a world made of water. Strap in, kids. We're going to Waterworld. everybody to the Be Kind Rewind. Holy smokes. Sometimes the cold opens are easy to write. Other times they are impossible. But uh, we're back. And like I said in the beginning, we're talking about something that probably should have been around season one of this of the show. But uh, we, we, we finally got to it. And I, I, I'm ecstatic because uh, when I first put the list of, sh- of movies together that I wanted to do, this was definitely on the list. And uh, I got some things to say about it. And I am joined today by uh, a friend of the show. Uh, you, you've met him before. I, I cannot say enough great things about this man. He is probably the most kindest, generous. I, I, I run out of amazing words to say. Uh, and he's handsome shit. Oh my gosh. Uh, I don't know about all that. Oh, it's true, sir. Uh, it's true. Uh, he is a, a member of the Treasure Valley Avengers. Uh, you may have seen him around as uh, Cap- uh, the correct Captain America. You may have seen him as Deadpool. You may have seen him as Krampus. You uh, absolutely d- d- to meet him is to, is to love him and Mr. Matt Button, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks again. for having me, buddy. Yes. What an intro. I, I I could sit there and like talk for an hour about how much I love Matt. Oh, we could just do Button, that so. instead. I mean, okay. that's cool. <laughs> Come out of here. Oh, this is the Beacon Rewind, episode 59, uh, Matt Button and how amazing he is. <laughs> the ego inflation episode. I, no, with all sincerity, uh, Matthew, you, you really are. You, you, you come across people in your lifetime that are just so genuine and such... I don't know. You're, you're just a very special person. I remember Thanks, from homie. the moment I met you. I it, we talk, I think we talked about this when we did because uh, you were before when we talked about X Men Origins. And feel the same way about you. Brother. Uh, you just brother. have this instant connection, and I am so glad that you're here today. We are talking about 1995 Waterworld. Kevin Costner, two and a half hour. Ex, uh, extravaganza of of I don't know movie <laughs> there's, just, there's a lot to it it's the year I graduated high school it was 95 yeah all oh, right on class Let's, of 95 nice. and I don't really remember that movie coming out that year uh, mm-hmm. it just seemed like it was uh, either older or newer it wasn't very, you know, you hear a lot of these films like, oh, it was in production forever and it was this big thing. But when you start looking at the history of, of how they came around to making this, it was kind of like 86 was like when they when they first started coming to wishing they, they finalized like the whatever, you know, kind of went into production or at least talked about more around 89. Yeah. And then... It seems like the things that they would talk about the most at the time was we've spent... X amount of dollars on this new movie that's coming out and that was always the number that was like oh mm-hmm. that must be a really good movie if they've spent 20 million dollars yeah. on it and uh, exactly and this was like one of the highest budget films ever I don't for I don't, the longest running time it was one of the highest it was the, one of the highest grosses not gross excuse me uh, most expensive movies ever made uh, Cleopatra was way up there um, Ben-Hur like not not Ben Hur, but the one made in like in the twenties. Yeah, uh, adjusted for inflation was was way up there. And then this came out, and this held the record for a long time until just about every other tentpole movie is, crosses the hundred to two hundred million dollar mark. I mean, what they spent almost three hundred million dollars on one of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Yeah, it's unreal. So this became a punchline very very quickly for how much money that they spent uh, on making this and how mixed, I guess, is the best way to describe the reviews of it. Uh, Literally, like one of the first jokes I ever heard 
uh, about it. I, I distinctly remember it was one of the late night talk show host guys, probably Leno, said, yeah, you, you know, you want to see Waterworld or you can just rent Mad Max and put it behind your fish tank. <laughs> and that's all it is. And what's funny is doing the research for this movie. Yeah, that's exactly what they wanted to do. They, they didn't make no qualms about it. Like, we're going to make Mad Max, but instead of no water, it's all water. It is Mad Max. Yeah, it's exactly. It's Mad Max. In fact, one of the guys that made this went on to help with uh, Fury Road. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so Mad Max, Kevin Cosner, uh, Gene Triplehorn, uh, Michael Jeter, and... The little, uh, Dennis Hopper, Tina, and Tina Margarino, yeah, uh, was in it, and so let's let's talk about the the world they create because I think that that's its strongest point. So let's, you can tell from the moment the movie starts, they spend an ass ton of money on the sets, yeah, and. That everything has a purpose. Everything comes from something else. Yeah. If you look at the just the costumes, like every jacket, every pair of gloves. If you look close, the hats. Everything is something else, and it's unreal, unreal. But how it was old. very similar in Mad Max. You know, yeah. People wearing tire tread. And, mm-hmm. You know that mm-hmm. was that was just the thing. Yeah. Except it was a little more accessible than than in uh, Waterworld. Yeah, they would have just been able to find things that came floating to the, the surface yeah. at that point. Um, which, again, I, I sh- they you can tell that like, these are things that are, you know, a lot of plastics yeah, uh, and a lot of, of, of materials that would have come floating to the surface. And it, it, it is a very... It, it, it sets up an interesting world. And I, I, to its credit... I like the fact that it was made when it was made because you can tell they just had to put so much, you know, if, if Waterworld was made today, I don't, it, they could have done it a lot cheaper for sure. Cause the whole damn thing would have been CG, yeah. CGI and building that set. I mean, it, they built an actual water base. <laughs> yeah, they did. They 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 built a huge atoll which is unreal. And then they had to do it twice cuz it got damaged in a hurricane <laughs> because they decided to build this thing on a tank that was adjacent to the Pacific Ocean out in Hawaii and in California unnecessarily. Like I, they didn't have to build it that way they did it, but they did. And to their credit, it looks amazing the 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 way it's the way it's done. I, the people aren't as like sunburnt as they should be. I think they're not as leathery as I think that they would be. But yeah, maybe they just not as salty. But yeah. I, mean, yeah, I mean they have shade from the this giant structure. Yeah, yeah, there there is shade there, but there's not. So it does build a world, and it starts off with Kevin Cotton, and I think that. One of the first things you see is you see him drinking his own pee. Oh, in his little water purifier. His little water purifier theory. thing, which I don't think is the best way to set it up. <laughs> I no, think, no. Like it would have been a cool thing to learn, like you know, learn the world first before you say, okay, well, oh, that's awesome, and then you look at this, but then you learn. Well, I the, guess it's better than, than right off the tap, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, when you're by yourself, I mean, that's yeah. hard, hard, hard. <laughs> you just can't get there yeah, like, as much as you want. You got to art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's a lot. It takes some skill. <laughs> so the world they built is amazing. And I loved the little things like the the what is customary for this world when he meets that crazy person you know travelers are supposed to trade something so i i I like that stuff i like how the atolls there that hierarchy works there's a guy that runs the security there's you know a store like i like that yeah and i it 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 didn't take anything away it it made it really cool. Like I really, those are the things when I watched the movie that I really enjoyed were the little world building thing. I think that 
what made this movie if you're going to invest, you know, 200 million dollars in mid-90s money, obviously you had to have somebody with name power. Right. And I think it to their detriment, Kevin Costner I don't think was the right person for it. He's actually come to me and and I'm I'm curious what you think about this. His character and the way he portrays it is one of the weakest links of the film, yeah. in my opinion. I I agree, and I think I think Kevin Costner is is a great actor, mm-hmm. and uh, and I think uh, I think his character had so much potential. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's basically the last dragon. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's he's a mutant, but he, he has gills. You know, yeah. he's adapted to to this new world and. Uh, and they could have done it so much better, but they did such a good job of making him unlikable. Yeah, unlikable and and uh, abusive, and and uh, you know, and and I recognize that's all part of the film, in a sense, because he he he's he doesn't have he's not normal, so he doesn't have like normal friends and social mm-hmm. social life and social experiences, and mm-hmm. but but at the same time. It makes it really hard to fit into this film. This particular film mm. was it, it. It seemed very um, almost Disneyish, you know, where they 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 wanted to to create this environment. Oh, this is a post-apocalypse uh, or a post-ice uh, capalypse mm-hmm. uh, world, and then um, and then you know everyone was you know they, there were the good guys and the bad guys, mm-hmm. but he. Uh, he he was just really not likable as a as a character the character itself i really like that that analogy of it it is very disney like cuz there's clear cut the good the smokers and the the good guys and the bad guys yeah there's not a lot of gray area in that narrative in mid 90s movies there wouldn't have been really right. they would have been very black and white and so to have your your main character be so off putting at times yeah. And and outside of outside of you know what we would consider, I mean, you know, Disney has done it, and and other movies have done it a thousand times, where they, you know, they have the good guys and the bad guys, but then there's this loner, and mm-hmm. the loner is generally cool, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, but you know, he's somehow the one that's gonna save the, yeah. save humanity, but he's he's essentially the chosen one, mm-hmm. uh, but. There's usually a little more likability in the character. Mm-hmm. It's not just uh, you know really crappy. Uh, yeah, it's jarring when he goes from this character that's almost like partially you know he, he yells at these two girls that he's going to throw them overboard. He cuts their hair. Oh <laughs> no 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 yeah. no! Uh, because he throws a fit because he's pissed. And he he let's not gloss over the fact that he pulls a tarp over. Uh, oh God! Jean's head yeah, and hits her with a a, a pipe or something. He, yeah, he beats a girl with a with basically with a boat oar. Imagine like, something like okay, that. Okay, this guy is yeah. Uh, so he not beats. That yeah, he be, beating anybody is not there. You know, an innocent is not likable. The fact that it's the guy who's who's clearly stronger beating a woman. Mistreating, mistreating the child and the girl, cutting their hair, um, being uh, mentally abusive and verbally abuse, abusive to them and physically, and then to try to transition that character to try to be a sympathetic character. And I'll tell you the exact scene that happened. It's, it's where he teaches the little girl to swim. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that the girl that he had previously thrown overboard, and correct, was or had not only previously thrown overboard, but actually was contemplating killing one of them to save to save food or water. Yeah, uh, because they mm-hmm. didn't have enough uh, rations. Or, yeah, uh, so then it's like, oh well, he's teaching uh, teaching a young girl to swim. Mm-hmm. Uh, all is forgotten. All is for yeah. Teaching her to forgotten. swim, which. For one, to me, and maybe because I'm looking at a 2021 lens, kind of had a really creepy vibe to it, for one. Yeah. But again, this was, you know, 20 years ago. Two, you live in a world of water and you can't swim. 
I mean, come on now. Yeah. I mean, that's come okay. On. I mean, I, I get it. I get, but oh, whatever. To me, what what really just was off putting, trying to become the sympathetic character, was when he goes to um, the uh, message in a bottle is how I call it, like a message in a bottle character to where he's. She asked him, like, you know, I was naked in front of you. How come you didn't just like have me? And he, well, his his answer was, "Well, I didn't think you would like me back." Like, oh, come on, come on. No, 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 no. You're not. You're not this 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 sympathetic widower person anymore. No, you are an asshole that throws a fit and and that that was the most jarring was any because I totally forgot that he cuts their hair. Yeah. I for mean, no reason. I mean, it, it does, and you you brought up Pirates of the Caribbean, mm-hmm. like Jack Sparrow, not mm-hmm. not everyone's hero, no. But you learn to love him by Correct. the end of the film. This one, I, I I don't know that I really you really I wasn't really rooting for. I was rooting for uh, the the two girls to to live and mm-hmm. uh, for for humanity to to find land or whatever. But mm-hmm. at no point was I like. Yay, that guy is still around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and you're leaving. Good. Good, good, good. <laughs> I, they, they just yeah. could have done it with a little more grace. Correct. Yeah. Right. There's very... And from from my research, that's Costner all over. Like, those things that almost makes the narrative not work was, well, this is what, this is what I want to do. You're investing all this money... It, Okay, you know it's your it's it's my tentpole film, and that's I'm really glad you brought that up the the Captain Jack Sparrow because by nature, pirates were not good people. The fact that they're being that they, you know, myth myth mytholo- mythological, uh, the mythos of them is that they are these, you know, likable characters. The reality was that they were despicable human beings, but we get to make them how we want them to be. And with Captain Jack Sparrow, yeah, like he does spend four movies double-crossing his friends. But it's always there there's always that oh, okay, you got me. That kind of a Loki vibe, right. you know. You you right. get that that yeah. your anti-hero, you know, can do horrible things, but it, at least it's if you feels justified. Have you watched Shameless, the American version of Shameless? I haven't. Well, I feel like maybe that is the 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 main person in Shameless yeah. is um is Frank. Mm-hmm. And Frank is like a cockroach. Mm-hmm. You, he he reaches a new low at every episode, and and you're like, oh Jesus, this guy can't this can't can't be any worse of a mm-hmm. human being. But towards the end of even the first season, you start to, you start to, there's an appeal to it where where you start to uh, not not necessarily identify with the character, yeah. but you're like, oh man, what's he gonna do now? Mm-hmm. He's gonna do something, mm-hmm. something scandalous and something mm-hmm. shady, uh, you know, because he's all about shady stuff mm-hmm. and. And you start to enjoy him as a character. Yeah. I, the first episode, I thought it was just jarring. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, this guy is really despicable. Yeah. He's a horrible human being. But then, you know, after a few episodes, I was like, this guy, it, I, he can't be any worse. You mm-hmm. know, he's just... And, you know, you see these little moments, glimmers of redemption, but still, still he's just a, a, crappy, yeah. a crappy human being. Mm-hmm. And yet, I still enjoy him. Yeah him as a and uh, him as a character and I I didn't get that same vibe I was never like never Kevin, Kevin Costner who's you know they never say his name in the movie nope uh, he's just called Mariner mm-hmm. uh, but Mariner I never get the vibe that I I'm like yeah I really appeal I I want him to beat up people because he's apparently pretty smart mm-hmm. quick and and tough um, so you're like yeah go but there was never that appeal Mm-mm. of, uh, you know, and I'm I'm a I like my good guys good, and my bad guys at, bad. At the beginning, you know, you, you you meet him, he shows up at that thing, he's got, you know, he's he walks in like he's awesome because he's got 
all this currency yeah. in this world. Like, right on, cool. Well, who very, wouldn't want very Mandalorian intro? Very Mandalorian intro. Yeah, who wouldn't want to walk in and just be just hot shit? Yeah, and then and then it cuts to actually this guy's a piece of crap and okay. And then they tried a redemption. Like, why would why would you have to give him a redemption arc when you spoiled him? <laughs> like, you didn't yeah. have to do that. Right. He still could have been uh, Mandalorian again. Another w- reason you, you, you want to talk about a walking, talking gray area because he's outside of the law. He's a bounty but he's hunter. Not, he's a bounty hunter, so you know he's done some shit. But th- there is always some greater purpose, and there is always some sort of thing. And this guy is not evil. But he's also not just just maybe too realistic of what somebody like that who lived alone for years and years and years would be like. Yeah, maybe. But, you know, the rest of the movie was not that same tone. Mm-hmm. So if, if they would have made the same movie mm-hmm. match the character, then it mm-hmm. would be a much darker mm-hmm. place and, like... You know, we could we could celebrate Kevin Costner. We'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, he hasn't even raped anybody yet. No, you know, <laughs> no. what a great guy. Yeah, this guy didn't but, rape anybody. That's what you could say about. But, but, <laughs> but the tone of the movie was, like I said, very Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, you know, Disney esque, and <laughs> yeah. it seemed, you know, they had all these contraptions, and you were mesmerized, like you said, mm-hmm. you know, with all the garbage that they repurpose into into livable stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was just this fantasy world, and you you get your fantasy hat on, mm-hmm. and then it's it's dashed away with this one character of mm-hmm. dark, uh, just just too dark, ew, yeah, a little, a little too much, yeah, a little too much, yeah, and the bad guy, the deacon. Dennis Hopper? Yeah. Holy crap. That that guy, for me, stole the show. Yeah. Like, that guy was awesome. Oh, yeah. I wanted to see a whole heck of a lot more of him. I loved the the world that he created for himself. He's on the Exxon Valdez, which is a little thing that they... Yep. He, like, oh, that's anybody that lived through that time period knows all about that. It's going to take some, you know, some people are going to have to look into what that was. But for the, him to be on that ship using the picture of the captain that did that horrible thing as their leader uh, that's just awesome it and was. i the 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 way he 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 ran his people and 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 even and, though he was despicable as well like that's a that's a guy that was just having the time of his life and he was and, as as Dennis Hopper in true Dennis Hopper form he <laughs> was the comic relief mm-hmm. you know he had he mm-hmm. had no uh you know i mean it's the the little funny things that he said. Mm-hmm. Just they were just funny, and you, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I can. You know, you you actually identify with Dennis Hopper more than oh, more you than do. You can with with Kevin. Well, he, he clearly took better care of that girl than than <laughs> he did. Like he, she was in a nice little room. You could tell that she'd been fed. Like it was great. Yeah. She wasn't she was just <laughs> on a little dinghy out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, and he never once. Hit, nope. her, hit her or throw her overboard. Nope. He didn't hit her throw. Nope. Nothing. Nope. nope. Maybe maybe Dennis Hopper should have taken her swimming. <laughs> yeah. And then we would have forgiven him for all of his oh, yeah. all of oh, his sins of and course. grievances. <laughs> I know that's that's so funny. He loses his eye, so there's this whole get running gag of his trying to get his eye fixed and, oh, and yeah. how he puts it back together. It was just hilarious. It was, it was hilarious. So funny. The new eye scene was, was oh, just awesome. Gosh. I, re- I really like your your take there on this Disney world with this gross, like, unlikable Punisher. Like, that, that is going to be how... It does make you wonder how they're going to do this, you know, not to change the subject too much, but how... Now that Disney owns Marvel, how they're going to integrate characters like the Punisher or Deadpool in their environments. And they're going to have to either adjust their environments or their characters. And I don't know what one's going to give because you don't have, you've got an R-rated character in a PG-13 movie. Right. And we've seen we've seen several versions of, of that Punisher, and mm-hmm. you know, th- and some of them are darker, mm-hmm. uh, but they always seem to match. They they always Correct. seem to match the character. Like there's uh, you know, and 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 to digress even further, mm-hmm. um, I will throw out there that that Punisher is Marvel's answer to Batman. Yeah, because it's like, mm-hmm. well, my parents got 
killed in front of me when I was a child. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Well, my whole family got murdered in front of me <laughs> when I was when I was uh, when I was just out of the the combat training you know yeah. my whole family the whole family died and it's like oh it was yeah. just me and the butler oh well c- congratulations on having a butler yeah <laughs> I didn't have a butler well do you have one of these it shoots shoots a little rope and it, it swings around people's legs oh yeah no I don't have one of those I have one of these it's an M16A2 <laughs> and it shoots through people so I I don't have to untie them later. <laughs> I really think, I really think that 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 is that is the case. But uh, back to what I was saying, yeah. though, I do think that in every Punisher movie, the characters at least match. If yeah. you were to take uh, any of the characters, you, Dolph Lundgren mm-hmm. or the the other crappy Punisher, or or the newest one that I like the most. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know the the middle one being the one where he was up against uh, uh, who's Saturday Night Fever guy. Uh, yeah, uh, Thomas Jane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thomas one. Jane, uh, where he was. Uh, well, look at to- look at that Punisher, and then Punisher Warzone. The yeah. Thomas Jane Punisher doesn't belong in the Punisher Warzone world. Right. Dolph Gunling doesn't belong in switch them. Jay Barenthal's or whatever his name is. Uh, John Barenthal's Punisher world. Those that are the character. Yeah. Fits. And we took we took the Mariner Kevin mm-hmm. Costner from mm-hmm. some other Waterworld movie yeah. from a very dark dimension and, and put, put him it in into a Disney this film. cartoony yeah Disney film. And that's exactly how in that context. Yeah, that's exactly what it feels like. You're yeah. just any. And that, not only that, he hates it the whole time. He knows he's in the wrong environment and he hates it the whole time. Yeah. So so getting back to their world building they did, there's a- aspects of this film that they just like present, but there's no payoff. Right. And again, it wasn't, you know, the sensibilities of the 90s to do that. But on the flip side, too, they weren't world building like they do now. It's not like an MCU movie where everything. Yeah. The, this is going to mean something three movies from now. Yeah. We'll plant it. Yeah. <laughs> what's not that wasn't the case. I don't know that they're, you know, maybe they want to have done a whole series of these films. Who knows? But there's things in the film that they just leave. They just leave. Like, why does he have gills? Is he a mutant? Is he? They did do, like I said, when I was doing research, they did some, like, comic books continuation, and it's alluded to that it was some sort of, like, DNA. They were farting around with his DNA, but there's nothing that presented in the world that they would have that technology anymore. Yeah. Is it, is it <laughs> messing with DNA, or is it just evolution? Because they, when they captured him and discovered that, uh, that he had gills... Mm-hmm they shouted it out that he's a mutant and everybody knew what that was everyone was like oh yeah we've seen this before let's oh, kill him let's yeah. let's kill him mm-hmm. like like it's a common thing apparently mm-hmm. you know common enough that they had a they had a protocol for it yeah and the protocol was to kill him so uh, apparently at some point they've encountered other mutants and yeah. apparently they've decided that that's a bad thing mm-hmm. like there wasn't there weren't there weren't Why? any good mutants no. later you know that were like hey you know, you guys need dirt. I can go get mm-hmm. some dirt. <laughs> and the girl is she special, or when you, they never explain where she got this tattoo or why. Yeah. Is is she someone special? Is she the prophecy that she's going to reunite? There's no nothing. She just has this tattoo. And I'm sorry, the fact. Oh wait, flip it upside down. Oh, we need to go up instead of down or whatever. Oh, we need to go south that instead makes of. Makes sense. There's no. Oh, yeah, they got the map upside down. Yeah, they've oh. got the map, or when it's on her back, and like we can't make any sense of this because there's a slight curve to this little girl's back, and you know these scenes where these dudes are back there with like sex tents and stuff trying to figure out. <laughs> it's, it's you know Asian writing. There, I, I don't know if it was I don't know if it was Mandarin or Japanese, but it was Asian writing. That you didn't need a sextant to like measure anything, just well, whatever these letters were, and then an arrow. You know, it's funny that you bring that up because um, I'm not a big reader, but there mm-hmm. have been some books that I've read that I'm just completely lost on, mm-hmm. and then halfway through, I realize the book is upside down, <laughs> and that's oh. and I'm like, oh, that's why. Well, okay. there it is. That totally makes sense now. <laughs> the words go up and not not down. Oh. <laughs> 
And that's literally what they did. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's a map, okay? So a map. So clearly a map needs to have, yeah, I don't... They don't explain why, where that tattoo came from. Is she a, a race of people? Is she special? Why is she special? Because she has this this tattoo. Right. How'd she get the tattoo? But isn't that the first thing you do when you see a map? Is you're like, okay, which which direction is this? Like yeah. you orient which, the map. Yeah. You know, or if you're Joey from Friends, you get into the map. You jump <laughs> jump into the map. Yeah. And, you know what's funny is like you mentioned about the, you know that joke about the book is like I can't uh, a couple years ago during free comic book day one of the books was like a, a Japanese manga that you have to read this way and like that yeah I couldn't read the book because I couldn't wrap my head around how what direction I'm supposed to read it <laughs> so to this day I've never like sat and read like a manga or a, an anime book because I can't my mind just can't orientate myself that way and to flip it over and I, <clears throat> But yeah, they didn't explain the the map at all as to where it came from. Like, I don't know, did they tr- did they think that this was going to be so big that they could do a whole bunch of movies to explain how we got the gills, where the map came from? I honestly believe that they thought this was going to be the next Star Wars. This is going to be wa- Water Wars. Well, it's if we're doing if Mad Max is on at this point, it would have been on its third movie. Yeah, sure. Well, we'll talk about it in the next film. Uh, a, a lot can be said about you know not everything has to be down the line you know save save the information give us something and then present something new in the new movie give us that don't right and if they were if they were intending to to drag this on into sequels you know they mm-hmm. really didn't have enough it was water world mm-hmm. and that was it there's mm-hmm. water, <laughs> it's, yeah, and it's a world of water, mm-hmm. and th- there's not a whole lot more than that. You Mm-mm. can't really do a whole lot of spinoff movies from that, you know. Mm-mm. And uh, and the fact that he has gills, just there's a whole slew of logistical questions mm-hmm. that like, well, why didn't he just do this, or why didn't he just, why doesn't he just live underwater, you know? Yeah, or, or exactly. You know, if they sink his boat, why didn't he just swim down there and get it again? Or, yeah, or get the book. Why doesn't he make a boat that is halfway underwater? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, submarines don't work for anymore. Yeah, you have a, and what what does he need a diving bell for? <laughs> why does he need to carry that around if he's the only one that's swimming down there to the thing? Yeah, I didn't. There were there were a whole lot of logistical mm-hmm. problems, and you know, in this in this whole idea, like he could have very easily just lived underwater, mm-hmm. you know, and had you know very very small amount of boat above mm-hmm. surface. It could have been a flat boat that was majority underwater, and mm-hmm. he could have just breathed the water mm-hmm. and just stayed under there. But you know, it was like oh. I've been spotted, and now he has to, you know, escape trouble again, mm-hmm. you know, or he gets raided by, you know, uh, Kim Coates, the the guy from uh, uh, Sons of Anarchy, mm-hmm. uh, just a drifter guy, and then uh, yeah, that that whole scene, why, why it was unnecessary and off-putting and weird, and it, it just seemed like a scene that. Your your two and a half hour bloated movie can like yeah Kim Coates is great but that whole scene was unnecessary right and well you know that scene would have been great if that was his his moment of despicable mm-hmm. you know I'm despicable Kevin Costner mm-hmm. with gills uh, Gil Costner mm-hmm. um, you know where where he basically shows that he has no remorse for for mm-hmm. scavengers and and people who are you know mm-hmm. trying to swindle him. Where he leaves him for dead, basically, mm-hmm. and sabotages that guy's sail so he can't get away from the smokers mm-hmm. that are that are coming to a, raid him, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, which is despicable. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's bad. That's a bad dude. But you know, you can at least kind of get behind that. Like, mm-hmm. oh well, that guy shouldn't have tried to wrong him. Mm-hmm. And that is is enough. Mm-hmm. You know, he he just didn't show any compassion for anybody else and uh, it was like oh well this guy doesn't have compassion uh, uh, so <laughs> well I, yeah I didn't uh, I didn't uh, sexually molest anyone and I didn't kill them yeah <laughs> so you got a <laughs> you were present in class yeah, that's what you, you got a participation award you basically didn't, <laughs> you didn't really feel at the end you're like gosh I hope 
I hope he ends up with uh, Helen, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. He saved their life, and then he, he should have just continued being, mm-hmm. you know, a bad guy. Mm-hmm. But yep. I don't know. Uh, one of the highlights uh, after rewatching this movie after all these years, uh, one of the highlights that I found out uh, was that Jack Black is in this movie. Yeah. Jack, Wasn't surprised. Jack Black Jack is Black. the pilot mm-hmm. uh, that's flying one of the smoker planes, mm-hmm. or the only smoker plane, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he's the pilot, and he has maybe 1.5 seconds of airtime. Mm-hmm. And you barely even can tell it's it's Jack Black. Mm-hmm. I saw it on the credits, and I was like, that was a pilot? I got to go rewind. And so I, I rewound back to the two scenes that he was in. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it adds Jack up. Black. Mm-hmm. It adds up to about a solid one second mm-hmm. of airtime. Yep. He's in it. And I mean, at this point in his career, he was in this. He was in uh, Mars Attacks. He was doing Mr. Show. So yeah, that's, that was a good good thing for him to be in yeah. this. To, mm-hmm. to be, to just. One be of, in front of the right people for him one for his of career. Jack Black's first films that he ever made, to my knowledge, uh, was a movie called Airborne. Yeah, have you seen that? It was kind of. It was. I think it was Disney or or. Uh, it's like uh, Disney. it's it's extreme sports, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it uh, uh, BMX's? Uh, rollerblading, rollerblading, and ice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And ice. Okay, I think I have seen. Jack Black played a bully. And uh, he was funny in true mm-hmm. Jack Black form, uh, but he was a high school bully, and uh, he was like the bully's sidekick. And uh, and I used to love that movie when I was younger, and I thought it was so awesome. And I'm afraid to rewatch it now because that ruins movies for me that <laughs> I used to love. I I liked well. Speaking of like rewatching films, when I first saw this movie, I didn't I didn't particularly care for it, but then rewatching it, other than the shitty. Kevin Costner's stuff, I really enjoyed it. It it does have replay value. So it, surprisingly, there have been movies that I've loved that I don't care to see again. Mm-hmm. But there, like, like, uh, but then there's also other movies where I love and they also have replay replay value. Uh, and that is an example of that is Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. When I worked at the video store, if we always played a movie mm-hmm. while we were working. Yeah. So we would play a movie. It would mm-hmm. come on all four TVs in the store. Uh, and anytime we put on Jurassic Park, it would rent out because everybody would come into the video store. And they'd be like, oh, Jurassic Park. I haven't seen that forever. Do you guys have that? Mm-hmm. And we'd be like, yeah, there's four copies on the shelf. And then the next guy and then the next guy and then the next guy. And they're like, do you guys have this movie? I'm like, well, yeah, it's the it's the. <laughs> copy that we're playing right now <laughs> and so we would never get to finish the damn movie because people would steal it so we would we would put on crappier movies because people would never steal the, steal them uh, crappier movies that we loved like uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure nobody came into a video store and was like Pee Wee's Big Adventure I, I want to rent your, this please I need your copy now <laughs> take it out of the VCR I need to rent it uh, yeah, home video actually. Bryce brought that up is what saved, what helped this movie turn a profit because it didn't do well in America at all. It didn't even break a hundred million in America. Um, it did better overseas, and then the DV, the VHS DVD releases really saved this film. Um, yeah, there was just so much. There was too much ambiguity for the things that were the most interesting. His yeah. gills, Agreed. the smokers, the, you know, that whole, you know, why. Why the smokers were doing what they were doing. It didn't, there wasn't, to me, it didn't seem as a big motivation other than just menacing people that have nothing. <laughs> they yeah. just really seemed to be, yeah, they weren't, I, I, unless I'm mistaken, I don't know for sure what their goal was because they're blowing a lot of fuel and a lot of effort for they were uh, the scavengers they were the scavengers but they don't really scavenger much until they find out about this map which could have easily been a drawing like there's nothing to this map or a bad tattoo or a bad tattoo Supposed to be um, a snowman, but it, <laughs> well, you know, um, fun fact: Tina, Mar- 
Tina did it herself. They gave her the gun and said, here, tattoo yourself oh, back yeah, there. Perfect. So she did perfect. it herself. Yeah, with a mirror, <laughs> a, hand, a, a hand mirror in one hand and a tattoo gun in the other. <laughs> we were talking about her, too, before the film started, or before we record, before the before we went on air that she you know she did she was a big deal in the 90s she was this she was in Karina Karina uh wasn't she in mermaids wasn't that her from or was that Matilda I don't know on that let's look Uh, her up but I I do know she was in a horror movie uh, or a thriller uh recently uh it was post Napoleon Dynamite even um, Andre, I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, it was the Into the Dark series. Uh, okay, and she was. And if you haven't seen Into the Dark series, it's they're they're not amazing horror movies. Mm-hmm. They're all they're all these movies that probably should only be about forty five minutes, but they're a full length movie. Each of them are a full length movie, and uh, yeah, it it's. They're good though. They're they're good. I give them a solid C plus. So and and that's pretty high for horror movies because <laughs> horror movies don't don't get very high ratings these days. Mm-mm. Yeah, Into the Dark delivered. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, she wasn't in Mermaids. That was um, oh, someone else. But uh, yeah, she was in Karina Karina. I mean, she brought Andre. Back, she brought back the side ponytail. Yes, she did in Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, she she left she left acting in '97 and then boom came back in Napoleon Dynamite and good for her because she was really cool. Yeah, and in this movie she she held her own. Yeah, she was really cool. And she did some stuff on TV in the late '90s, but yeah, she was into in a. Oh yeah, she was in Alice in Wonderland. She played Alice. Yeah, so uh, her as a character was cool too because she's very fearless, even when she's being held captive by the smokers. Like, yeah, he's gonna come and he's gonna kick your ass. Yeah, like I she's it was just awesome. yeah, like she was awesome. Janine Triplehorn, Helen, she's cool too. Like she navigates herself really, really well in the film. Um, every, I hate to say it, but everything kind of begins and ends with Costner and what he clearly what he did on the out out behind the scenes and then and and then what his character does on screen um yeah. him breaking into the Exxon Valdez to get the girl back as awesome as that was was just not a good enough redemption for the, your it, shittier behavior early in the film out of character for what he had, had already yeah, even up to that point. yeah i i wonder what i wish i can had can find a breakdown of what was his his take and what was written because i feel like that ending where he goes and and just basically barges in kicks ass like a superhero and then leaves with her and you know was really cool very heroic very good versus evil but then the the crap of the boat is just bleh, awful you, you know what i think it, it was is is um probably one of his more famous roles ever was robin hood uh-huh. and people were expecting some form of robin hood uh-huh. you know this is the water form of robin hood uh-huh. uh you know and robin hood in in himself he's he's not a you know, a mm-hmm. very moral character all the time. No, he's supposed to be somewhat despicable, uh, and I'm overusing that word, but it sums up what how he played this role. But, uh, but in it was just too different. It was too yeah. Different. You weren't getting Robin Hood. You weren't getting Wyatt Earp. You weren't getting Robin Hood. And it was needlessly different. It didn't need to be that that it, out there. I mean, look didn't. at what he, like what you said. He did, you know, he did. Uh, Robin Hood. He did. Uh, honestly, the, the all the clout that he got from Dances with the Wolves, you know, fit that character. The shit he did in that movie made sense. Um, when he made um, Field of Dreams, like noble, but noble characters who are and and it, okay, I, I'm going on a tangent here, but. In my family, my mom loved the movie Message in a Bottle. Loved it. And if you've never seen it, have you ever seen Message in a Bottle? I don't believe I have. 
he writes a, a, a letter to his dead wife and throws it in the ocean. Robin Wright Penn, she finds the letter and tracks him down. It's a love story. It's oh, a, it's a, okay. it's a love story. And, um, to me, or in the movie like The War, did you ever see The War? No. With Kevin Costner? Like, troubled, flawed, quiet characters are his wheelhouse. He right. does them perfectly. In The War, it's chef kiss. In Message in a Bottle, it's awesome. And I've never seen The Postman, but I'm sure it's the same thing. Dances with Wolves? Yeah, same, Dances with Wolves. Same just thing. quiet. Just flawed. Yeah, but flawed, a but loner. But a sympathetic loner, which would have been just fine if he begrudgingly and not assy took care of these two women on his boat. Based the, based on the character that they had built, that first time that he mm-hmm. threw the little girl off, mm-hmm. and, and then um, and then Helen jumps in after her because mm-hmm. she can't swim. Uh, to save her, mm-hmm. he should have just kept going. Mm-hmm. Based on the character that they had developed up to that point, there's no reason he for wouldn't him to have, stop. He no, wouldn't have stopped. He wouldn't have stopped, no. And again, that character, you, you don't meet that character until after he escapes the atoll. Yeah. Up until then, you're like, yeah, you want him to get out of that cage. You want him to because he walks in and like a boss and buys out the store. Like, I want your sh- empty shelves too. Like, oh, dude sweet you know yeah and then he just becomes an asshole and so yeah that's literally i think Waterworld probably would have went on to at least make one more film if kevin cosner hadn't just cosnered it up too much i think that that's its downfall but it's it's very beautifully filmed i'm glad it was made in the era that it was made in because to do it now would have all been CGI'd. Everything would have looked fake. It, you couldn't, you, it, the fact that every little thing was handmade just adds a level of authenticity that you don't see. Like I know that they spent just as much time on the costumes for the Hobbit, for the dwarves. Right. They spent just as much time making Lord of the Rings on the different armors. And that there's something but so tangible when correct. you're watching it. It's when you mm-hmm. when you first saw the Star Wars movie mm-hmm. and you see you see 20 stormtroopers, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, these are they're like 20 guys mm-hmm. wearing these suits. Yeah. And they had they had flaws. They mm-hmm. they would hit their head on doors, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on bay doors that mm-hmm. that opened and stuff and it, they looked very real mm-hmm. and you could get behind that as a kid. But then you fast forward to episode 1, mm-hmm. fast forward or rewind depending on how you want to look at it. Uh, fast forward to episode 1, they didn't make one clone trooper set of armor. There Mm-mm. wasn't there wasn't a single clone trooper in the entire movie, Mm-mm. and you could tell. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could feel it. I could feel the little kid inside of me just dying inside. Like mm-hmm. that's not even real, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, for me, I I hated like I. For me, the the least well the least movie that I hate that I like the the the, the film that I like the least in that whole series. Which hey, it's 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 May the fourth, by the way, when we're recording this, was the last one, the last Skywalker, because I did not buy for one second. I wasn't scared. I wasn't intrigued. I wasn't any of this stuff. And we're we're spoiling a movie that came out two years ago. The checkerboard ships that they built, none of that was impressive to me because all it did, all it looked like to me was just too much. Well, maybe that's what Waterworld was lacking is because when I watched the entire movie, I don't think there was ever a point where I was concerned about Kevin Costner's character. I was rooting for for the two girls and, you know, for them to get to safety or find land, but you never had a vested interest in his character. Which, you know, I mean, even even Pirates of the Caribbean, you're like, oh, how is Jack Sparrow going to get out of this this mess? You yeah. know, and it was like mm-hmm. he, he always managed somehow to get out. You of the root mess. for him when he gets out of trouble. 
and then oh he he he, he double crossed them again yeah and I you're pissed at him I can't wait for him oh, to get in what trouble a piece of shit. <laughs> but then he gets captured again like oh how are you gonna get out of this and then he he does something despicable again but you buy that and yeah. you, you 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 root for that and you know that okay cool how is he gonna oh he's just you know, I mean, the guy, the last movie they made, it started with him robbing a bank. Oh, cool. Yeah. He didn't need to, but he did anyway. Yeah. He he stole a bank. <laughs> um, yeah, none of that is there. Yeah. And, and and it's a shame because I'm glad it was made in the air so you can see all the tangibleness. And, and there's so much realness to it. Yeah. There, that, was, <laughs> there was a part of me that thought, you know, when they, when they actually designed the set for this mm-hmm. thing, you know... Um, they're like, well, what should we make it out of? Mm-hmm. And I could just see, you know, if I were director, I would get nine dumpsters and I would fill them with water mm-hmm. and all the stuff that floated on top, you build it with that. Yeah. <laughs> like, Throw garbage in it. Whatever floats is whatever what... floats. Mm-hmm. That's what you can use. Mm-hmm. Everything else. Yeah. You can't, you can't use any of it. Nope. Uh, the steel girders. Nah. Nope. It's all lightweight nope. metal that yep. would have floated on the top. It's just the detail, even like the lookout towers, like. Every, nothing is wasted. Everything had a purpose, and it was built that way. And you can tell that it had to be built a certain way to hold the weight of the actor. Like, yeah, <laughs> this wasn't a superfluous thing because it looked cool. Like it had to serve a purpose. Just the little, the little things, the different smoker vehicles, the these souped-up little jet skis. And it was just so cool that would not have done. Just would not have. Just wouldn't have. Yeah. looked as cool as it did now so unfortunately that's its only drawback really when I when I watch this is the 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 discerning tone between what Kevin Costner wanted his character to be and the world that they spent a shit ton of time and, and effort to did not do he didn't do his world's that world's service and that world didn't do his character that he was trying to do service yeah and it was two different movies and the idea behind it is is not a foreign one you, it's, no. it's basically the superman you have yeah. a, a person who looks like everybody else but has some kind of advantage and mm-hmm. you know every every marvel movie every you know that's that's what people identify with and mm-hmm. look how good superhero movies are doing now mm-hmm. people are way on board you your know? main the, character can have like, can have every advantage and you still root for him as the underdog because you I mean Harry Harry Potter 20 minutes into the movie becomes all his dreams come true yeah he gets everything is cool he's rich he's away from his abusive area as abusive abusive aunt and uncle like his world is coming up roses and you still root for him because right on like you you can you can root for somebody that has way more advantages than you yeah and and it's it's that the the plot is that he is special he is Mm -hmm. this one that's gonna change things Mm -hmm. in this movie and it's it's uh you know i didn't she should have had gills yeah or he should have had the tattoo you didn't need a tattoo girl and because even still their relationship wasn't really I was more interested in the the lady like Jeannie Triplehorn's relationship with the little girl you just found her and took care of her right I would have loved it if and this would set them up perfectly for a new movie if he had the tattoo let's Mm -hmm. say he has the tattoo and that uh, because she freed him um he said, you know, in my culture, mm-hmm. implying that he actually had one before, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's that's a, a life. It meant something. It meant but something. No, and I have to keep my promise to you now and I have to keep you alive, mm-hmm. you know, at my own life's expense. Mm-hmm. Mandalore. Yeah. Mandalorian yeah. took s- not directly, obviously, but there's so many elements that worked perfectly in the Mandalorian. Yeah. That didn't it. It just wasn't there like, for a dark mysterious character yeah you know. I have a tattoo I don't know what it means she might yeah or you know what I this can save us but it leads to a place that nobody can get to or nobody oh. can read it no it's, it's not yeah. translatable it's uh, not translatable because nobody knows how to flip a girl upside down no one knows how to flip a girl upside down it's not translatable because we don't know this language but all the information on how this, what this language is, 
is underwater, we need somebody with gills who can go down and right. get it for us. Right. See that would, or or the other half is somewhere underwater. Exactly. You know, the other and half we can't of the reach map. it. We can't get down there. There's so many things. We yeah, should, we should have. We should have been on the set. Okay, dear Hollywood, dear Water World Hollywood. Two. <laughs> we have some ideas. Okay, there for one, we're not going to go with the sequel because it's too much baggage from the first one. There are few, <laughs> these these suggestions are a few decades late, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we could just. If we could just remake this movie. Yep. So, a world covered in water, but here's what we're going to do. Yeah, there's just... It, it's so close. It, it was. It was so close. And literally, if it feels like if they had just made one or two different choices. Even... I can I can get behind despicableness. Just There was just one scene too many. Maybe he if he didn't cut their hair. Or maybe like I don't know, and maybe it's twenty twenty one lens. Who knows? But or if he had uh, only cut their hair, like only that cut was their the, hair. Yeah, y- you thought he was gonna kill her, mm-hmm. but then he really just sliced her hair up. Yeah, you know, and it was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, well, you know, that I guess that's better than mm-hmm. killing her because I thought he was this really bad person. But yeah. let's not gloss over all but the other why, nastiness. Yeah, <laughs> but again, why cut the hair? Is that something a part of your culture that you don't know yet? You don't. Maybe. Uh, Answer some questions for us. Answer some questions for us. Oh, my gosh. So I think Waterworld, I think we can put to bed saying, you know what? It's rewatchable. It's not horrendous. It's not the punchline that it was sent out to be. I think that if the studios had not said that, yeah, this movie's way over budget and a lot of problems, a lot of, again, one of the things that I'd read about it was the studios let it be known that they were way over budget and a lot of just a shit show behind the stage. Had they not said that, if it was a united front, I think it would have been different. I think Dennis Hopper was criminally underserviced, and they could have, you could have built, I, I, I whatever. As you was know, Jack Black. And As Jack was Black. Jack Black. <laughs> Just throwing that out. There. Yeah, so much. Uh, the 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 Michael Jeter character uh, was really cool. Like he has this balloon. Whoa, yeah, that. That seems to be would have been a great means of conveyance in this world. Why is there only one balloon? All these smokers, like, yeah. hell yeah, you a can balloon. Get, you can get hydrogen from water. Clearly, I mean, you can yeah. make drinkable water out of piss. Yeah. I'd rather I'd rather put <laughs> seawater through that machine than piss. But we'll see. <laughs> Tap but, for me, please. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> yeah, and the fact that he didn't have the biggest best boat ever. If all he has to do is just go swim down and get some dirt, and that's currency to them. Right. Oh yeah, I would have the nicest shit. <laughs> or, or metal parts for that. Or for metal that parts. Yeah. yeah he not could res- swim up with you know twenty pounds of metal of at stuff. a time. Mm-hmm. You know. It's he yep. was apparently a pretty strong swimmer, so I think mm-hmm. it would have been reasonable for him to be. Yeah, able he to was build. able to carry a diving bell <laughs> under yeah. hundreds of feet <laughs> with one arm. Yeah, so, it was so close to being what I think that they would have wanted it to be, and it probably would have gone. It, it would have probably just done everything that they wanted it. Just a and, couple bad choices. I'm no, I'm no diving expert, but also. Uh, the depth that he took those gals down mm-hmm. to when they were in the bubble, mm-hmm. uh, the depth that he took them to, wouldn't wouldn't they still have to decompress before they came? Back oh yeah, up? yeah. Or they would have they would have they would have gotten the bends. Well, even on uh, myth, like speaking of Pirates of the Caribbean, when they're hiding underneath the boat, yeah. Even that, you can't go very far underwater with a boat with an upside down boat full of air. Oh yeah, full of air. I mean, a diving bell is very not. There's not a lot you can do with it, you know, overall. So for him to go way down. And you have to give them credit for how they made that look, that scene where he, where he swims down to world yeah, covered with water. That's pretty impressive that they, that, they made that work. It in, was one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. But it does beg the question, how far down did he take them? Mm-hmm. Because if, if it was just... Even, even two hundred feet. Mm-hmm. If it was just two hundred feet, I mean, there's thousands of buildings that would still be sticking up, out of the air, poking up out of the water. Yeah, if you're swimming down to the top of a, well, they don't say it outright, but if you the the information for the movie is that they land on the, when they find land. Spoiler alert from a 25 year old movie. When he does, when they do find dry land, that's Mount Everest. 
that, ah. that looks like a tropical island. Ah, okay. So I did not know that. So if they go to ground, yeah, they and they and they. I'm really surprised they didn't lean into that. That they go to Mount Everest. Why put some put some Tibetan stuff there? Um, but it just looked like a just looked like Hawaii. Um, yeah. So if you're going to Mount Everest and it looks like on a Hawaiian island, yeah, you've got several thousand feet below you it, it says in the thing that the water raised 7500 feet it would just be very interesting to to find mount everest on water world because mm-hmm. it'd be much easier to climb and there would be frozen dead people or unfrozen dead unfrozen people yeah it would all be, over it yeah. in, in ski gear like what what was this previous race doing yeah exactly <laughs> there's so there's more out to, to this concept. What are and all these oxygen tanks? Hey, what is this for? <laughs> exactly. And yeah, that now we have oxygen tanks. Now we can go underwater That's too. A scuba tank. Now yeah. we've got scuba gear. And yeah, so yeah, I guess much. that's the sequel. That's the that sequel. That could have been what coming. it was, as it's, they found. It's a 30-year sequel in the making. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming, people. <laughs> there's yeah, there, there's a lot more to mine here. So, uh, Waterworld is definitely it's on. It just it just migrated over to uh, it left Netflix and now it's on Peacock, um, for some odd reasons. So definitely check it out. Uh, the most expensive ever movie ever made for many many years until yeah. If you look at the list of most expensive movies, there's like two or three, and then everything is after the year two thousand. Everything just there's dozens and dozens of movies but uh it was the most expensive movie ever made for many years and it, you could tell you just you could tell how rich and just be just mm, you just want you can touch it the world was cool i just wish the, there was more of it i wish yes. there were more of those colonies floating yeah floating yeah you would think there would have been a whole lot more so uh it was a wonderful it was it was a beautiful world but there was no life in that world right because all the life got sucked out by by one guy that one 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 guy named Kevin. Yeah. That just kind of soiled it. I and think unfortunately that's... the camera follows him the whole movie. <laughs> yep. Yep. And but there was a great relief when they would pan away from his story and then we'd go back to the smokers. Yeah. There was like a feeling of relief like, "Oh yeah, let's I enjoyed these, being let's in see those what scenes. these guys are yeah. up to." Yeah. Yeah, I was I mean, really enjoying he's those driving scenes. Driving a car through the tanker and yeah, or, how cool no, is wait, that? getting pushed yeah. <laughs> in a yeah. car. He was driving us around throwing cigarettes out to all these guys yeah. like how they got sick like, "Oh, so cool." And oh, just that that alone it, lean into that more and you, you would have had a yeah we'd still be talking about Waterworld in in in, in a favorable light. That's... I I do kind of want to go watch the 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 mailman no not the mailman, the postman, now yeah because I feel like it's the similar loner in a post apocalyptic world they made three years later I don't know why they would have done that again but oh well hmm. that'll be probably another episode yeah. uh, so final thoughts Mr Matt Button. Um, I, I'm surprised I, we talked about this longer than an hour. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't think we would. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was it was worth watching, and it has replay value. Yes, uh, I do. I do think it's a it's a good movie mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things. Um, they, there was just you know just things that I would have changed. If you could, yeah, disassociate yourself from the shittiness of Kevin Cosner's character, really just just envelop in, 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 in the world that they made. It's just unreal. If you start looking at the technic the technicality, the technic the technical prowess that went into building this 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 movie. Right. And then the fact they had to do it twice because the first set got destroyed in a hurricane is just absolutely mind bogglingly fascinating. Every little thing has a purpose and it's it's very awesome. Yeah. I agree. And if you ever get a chance from what I can from what I've seen the Waterworld show is still running to this day at Universal Studios Hollywood. So if you're out that way, check that show out because it's really cool. I've seen it, and it's really cool. It takes place after this film. Um, even Dennis Hopper, the Deacon, lived, and is that character is in that thing too. So it's a worthwhile follow-up to this. The fact that that show is still running after all these years is mind-boggling and to me. And in that show, 
at um, Universal Studios, mm-hmm. they don't punch anybody in the face or hit them with a hammer. They don't. <laughs> yeah, they don't cover um, up a girl and hit her with a boat oar. <laughs> yeah. so, and they throw a plane at the audience, which is amazing. So, yeah, that's um, awesome. So check that out. Um, so Waterworld, thumbs up. Blah, but with with caveats. Yeah. So, um, so peruse at caution. Peruse at caution. Because there are some things now in a 2021 world that could be triggering, but enjoy enjoy for the craftsmanship that went into the film, too, if you're any sort of creative person. Waterworld does not get the... doesn't deserve all the hate that it got. So had they just shut their mouth and enjoyed and released a really cool movie, they probably would have had a better better ending to their, their tale. So. Agreed. So thank you very much for listening, Mr. Button. Thank you for coming back. Absolutely. Thank show. you for having me. I, Always course. a pleasure. You, you have a chair waiting for you <laughs> whenever you want to fill it. So uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, don't forget, we still have merch on Redbubble. Um, and there's still some really cool shows that they're doing here at the uh, Eavesdrop Network. Uh, stay tuned. I'm still... I, I've been immersing myself in the world of puppetry to bring a special omnibus episode of the show coming up soon. So uh, we're going to be diving into some Muppet, some Muppet works. And uh, holy crap, I've opened a can of worms in my world. So I can't wait to share that with you guys. Um, so remember, if you're going to have a rewind, you might as well be kind. I love you and we'll see you next time. Bye.